Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. Welcome back to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. My next guest has more than 20 years of experience providing strategic guidance in the development of IP assets. His legal and industry experience has spanned various technological fields, including cybersecurity, semiconductors, wireless communications, computer software, and networks. Please welcome Dwayne Kobayashi, IP attorney at Senseware. Dwayne, welcome to the show. Great. Glad to be here with you today. Dwayne, you know, we've been talking a whole lot about um, different things that are happening and, and um, sustainability, and now we really want to talk a little bit more and kind of talk about the big picture in building and smart buildings and what's going on. And, and Sunsquare, you guys are doing a lot of things in, in intelligence, and, and let's talk a little bit about what's happening when this marketplace that we talk about is evolving and, and smart building technology and, and what you guys think about. Why don't you tell us a little bit in your view of how you guys have evolved a little bit over the years and what you guys are seeing with sustainability from that perspective, you know, when you talk about building sustainability and your view on it. Sure, sure. I think the marketplace in IoT, obviously, it's changed quite rapidly. We're a three-year-old startup, so we, by necessity, have had to evolve rapidly and quickly as well. I think one of the things that we've been seeing is that the, initially, when we got involved in the marketplace, I think the pervasive view was that it was all about data visibility and connectedness. I think the premise of IoT was that you had all of these devices talking together, and, and that was kind of a, a broad kind of picture of what the market was thinking it was going to look like. And, and as we initially approached the marketplace, we were designing our system and our network to be kind of maximally flexible to be able to tie in to different sensors, meters, or devices. You know, what, what we've kind of had, so we've built this network and we've built this system that can be applied very flexibly. And, and, but what we've had to adapt to to a degree is I, I think people – are looking at the IoT marketplace now with a very keen focus on ROI. I think it's great that everybody wants all the devices to talk to each other, but I think when they look at the value proposition of incorporating IoT certainly in the industrial space, people are very focused on ROI. So we, we are looking at the marketplace now as, as trying to find the initial sort of propositions of value, and especially into buildings with sustainability. Every building is a little bit unique. And, and we're looking to provide kind of avenues to support the ROI metrics that people are demanding, you know, because it's not just as broad as, well, it'd be great if everything could talk to each other. You know, that's kind of like an IT integration project. But, you know, we're really here to help people, you know, kind of evolve and utilize the technology to help their operations. It's an interesting point when you talk about that because, you know, it's not always, as you said, about the ROI because you think about it right now, you have to figure out looking at the data, right, when you're looking at yep. the information. And I think when we're talking about sustainability and, and working with the people that are in those and, and using sensors to integrate and looking at how people are within those buildings, because you have to look at kind of things like temperature and pressure and electricity and all the things within that, how do you then try to figure out 
the, to get the maximum out of the buildings, to get the maximum so the people within those buildings are feeling comfortable. I mean, it's, it's thinking about bigger picture and using information to maximize the occupants within those buildings as well sometimes, right? I mean, you're, you're thinking yeah. bigger picture and using data to help maximize the, the utilization, so to speak, correct? Yeah. Yes, and I think the, the people aspect is one of the keys. I, I think when people look at the building sustainability challenges, I think the kind of the low-hanging fruit and kind of the natural sort of response is, well, we, we want to be efficient with their energy usage. And, and to be sure, that is a, is a very good value proposition for an initial application of IoT. Uh, but when you're really talking about a building and the sustainability challenges, I think one of the things which is very people-focused is that the sensor requirements for a building are going to change over time. And, and some of those changes can be representative of internal pressures that, that an organization feels. You, know, you, you point out, you know, how do we kind of maximize our employees' comfort, and that could relate to temperature. Uh, but there are some external pressures that can also force the sensor requirements to change. And I'll just give you an example. You know, if, if, the, if the state or the government or locality were to regulate that, you know, there would be a minimum or maximum level of CO2 in a conference room, or they were to say that we need to be monitoring volatile organic compounds such as formaldehyde, you know, those external pressures could also you know, change the sensor application requirements and change really how the IoT solution is applied in a building. You know, so it's not so much this just ROI in terms of energy savings, but it, there's definitely that human element of how we can actually incorporate it to really focus on the individuals in the workspace, you know, to make sure that's optimized as well. So when you look at the bigger picture of this, and I think that you raise a really, really good point, is you have to look at this, that there's a lot of challenges, and you have to use the information and the data to really kind of look at sustainability as, as a big picture, not just about having producing a product, so to speak, but meeting yeah. the challenges and the, the goals of the bigger picture of what you're trying to do when you're, you're looking at sustainable buildings. Yes. And, and I think, you know, one of the challenges that we've recognized, you know, over time, just in, in our short time in the marketplace, which is evolving rapidly, is that every building is unique. Every building has unique challenges and that really are dependent in a sense on what kind of infrastructure it already has in place, you know, what kind of tenant, what, what sort of tenant needs there exist, and, and really it could be dependent upon the locale as well. You know, so, the, you know, the big picture of sustainability is, you know, how do we flexibly and really define a custom solution that can be used in a particular building? And, and one of the key aspects of that, you know, that we recognize as being a part of the process that we have to serve is that we want to provide tools that the customers can use. You know, we're designing our system not so much for a service technician to leverage, but we want the tools really are intended to be for the end user. And, you know, we're, we, we speak about a sensors as a service model. And what we mean by that is, you know, we want to provide a tool, you know, to the customer in responding to their unique challenges where the customer can configure it, they're going to be monitoring their network, and they're going to be interacting with the sensor network to ensure that on a daily basis, that they're really getting the information that they need. We're not trying to provide this prepackaged solution that has other valuations dictating what's important. We believe that customers have to define that, and they have to respond to their own needs and challenges that exist for their unique marketplace. 
So most times when we think about a building, we're usually thinking about something that's a brand newly constructed building. Now, you've made me think right now about companies, what uh, buildings that, what about pre-existing, you know, a retrofit? So what are we doing there when you talk about CO2 emissions or external pressures like that? How are you changing? Because I, I, it just comes to mind that there's got to be a lot of challenges there. How do you meet those challenges? Because I know we're, we're having to make a lot of accommodations with all of these rapidly changing regulations that are occurring. Yes, and, and the retrofit, we believe, is actually a very significant market, and, and we think it's always going to be there. I, I think if you just look at the, the sheer numbers of buildings that are obviously you know, in service, the, the technology is changing. And, and the, the antiquated buildings have really infrastructure that, you know, we can't really wire it. We, we leverage wireless technology. We believe it's most cost-effective. And in a retrofit environment, you know, typically, especially for the small to medium building-sized market, you know, there's really no building management system in place. And, and what we do is we, we can go in with a wireless mobile solution and really provide them with tools to effectively have a virtual BMS. It's going to be, you know, far less expensive, you know, than a wired BMS. And more importantly, it can be very targeted to the particular needs that they want to actually address. You know, a BMS, obviously, when people think of a modern BMS, they think of something that's really tied into the HVAC, to lighting, you know, to really all the critical functions. But in an antiquated building that where a retrofit might be appropriate, you know, you can really target it to a very specific application that is really requiring some solution. So we can scale with the need. Uh, but having said that, you know, even with retrofits, we, we actually look at almost any building as a potential for a retrofit, you know, because even those buildings that have a modern BMS, you know, I noted that there could be external pressures that re- could require changes in the sensor requirements. You know, if there's new regulations about CO2 or, you know, volatile organic compounds, you know, we need... Uh, any modern building may need to actually add sensor functionality, you know, which was not contemplated at the time of launching of the business or of the building. So, so Dwayne, as you talk about building management systems, as you're talking about this BMS, I always like to kind of spell out acronyms for anyone who might not know or not following our conversation. But as we're talking, we just got about less than a minute here. Let's quickly talk about cybersecurity because you're talking about wireless and everyone's probably thinking, well, what about security issues? How do you address those really quickly? Uh, cybersecurity, huge issue. Uh, you know, we know that it really is going to scale with what is actually being impacted. With sensors, you know, we, we can have a system that just retrieves data. That's almost like a read-only system. As soon as we get into the business of controls, the game changes. You know, we understand that the level of impact of a failure or a compromise of a control system is very different from just one that is reading data. You know, so by design, you know, we've been trying to incorporate safety. A big aspect of that is just really trying to isolate failures, make sure you have soft failover, you know, making sure that if you lost network connectivity, you could still function properly. So by definition, the, the cybersecurity aspect, we have to design safety from the beginning. The challenge, and we know that it's going to be increasing as we obviously see today, that there are literally IoT compromises happening in, in the space. So we're trying hey, Dwayne, to we got to go. Sure. We got to go. But thank you, from uh, Dwayne from Senseware. Thank you for being with us. Hope you'll come back and talk to us real soon. Had a great time. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Thank you. Hey, listeners, we're out of time. 
But we've got more to talk about sustainability and what you can do to uh, at the job site and so much more. Stick around uh, right here. This is Conagco Conag Radio. We'll be right back right after this commercial break. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlearner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. Improve your business and your life with useful information from experts and thought leaders. WS Radio is Radio with ROI. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com on your phone and in your ear everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com Come join over 130,000 construction industry professionals in March 2017. ConExpo ConAg 2017 is North America's largest construction show. Explore over 2.5 million square feet and imagine what's next with over 2,500 exhibitors. Get the details at conexpoconag.com slash future and join us as we take this to the next level. Small businesses are the lifeblood of America's economy. Every Thursday, SBA Radio interviews industry professionals and is dedicated to provide small businesses with timely insights and innovations. Visit www.sbaradio.us for details. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. If you've ever wanted to grow your business, but held yourself back from fear that it would take over your life, then we urge you to get your copy of Scale today. It'll give you a proven roadmap for rapidly growing your business while also gaining more personal freedom. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Scale is for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. That's scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. 